Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> uh, this is uh, our podcast, Thinking Out Loud, with your host, I'm Eddie L. And I'm Terrence B. Yes, and you have made it to episode three. Ooh, look at that shit. Oh, right. Episode three, that is dope. Okay, you feel me? Right. Look at that. We, we on the third episode. We getting episode. somewhere. We getting there. It's okay. It's about time. All right. With everything that's going on in the world today. So much stuff. Um, so much is going on in the world, obviously, and we all know. So we kind of wanted to make this episode um, on a current event that's going exactly. on right now. So we decided that today's topic is going to be about... Election 2020. Okay. Eee! So, yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's been seeing, you know, everyone's seen enough coverage about this fast, so, like, don't want to hear <laughs> anything else about it, but here we are. We're going to give well, you, I guess, our personal take on this election and uh, some things that we've heard from the news and from, you know, maybe even some unreliable sources, but it's still things that we've heard, you know, throughout <laughs> this entire process. And, you know, yeah, it's been a roller coaster ride, I'm sure, for all of us, whether you're yeah. or a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter. So, right. Either way, um, like Terrence said, you know, I know we're probably all tired about hearing about it, but, you know, it's still kind of important to talk about yes. so that is the reason why we are going to talk about the election it's because it is important and people always want to it's like a prefer it's like a like a forbidden conversation for some reason when it comes to they no one wants to talk about politics or talk about right. sides and stuff like that because right. i mean we can get into that later but you know right you know a lot of people don't really understand politics all the way either so yeah. Hopefully, with whatever we're going to speak about today, um, we can give you some clearance, some insight, exactly, um, some facts. Maybe change your mind um, on some things. Who knows? Right. Who knows? We'll just see where the conversation takes. The first thing that we're going to mention um, before we actually got into the election night, we're going to talk about uh, the debates. Now, to be honest with you guys, I didn't watch the, <laughs> right. I didn't watch the debates. Uh, I did watch like a snippet of it, um, of one of them while it was live, and I started cracking up laughing. Um, and TB will tell you why I started cracking up laughing, even though he wasn't there, but he's gonna <laughs> give the best review as to why. Um, but yeah, I started cracking up laughing, and TB going ahead. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't really watch the the debate live either. Um, I don't ever really watch debates when it comes to presidencies and stuff like that because, you know, <laughs> Americans don't tend to know how to debate. They just end up turning it into a screaming contest. And who wants to watch two old people at that, two old white men, you know, yell at each other? That's like, no, no, mm -hmm. no one wants to watch that. And that's kind of what my it's interpretation funny. was when I saw some videos post the, you know, post debate videos online. I was like, okay, this looks like two grandpas having a screaming match, like, you know, but you always hear like the like the previous, you know, election race and stuff when there was Hillary and Hillary versus Trump. It was still an outrageous debate then, you know, 
um, mm-hmm. where they just do personal attacks instead of actually answering the questions and providing insight on what their what their policies what their issues exactly and, or what yeah. they how they will you know attack those issues and stuff like that. So that's my take. I don't really like to watch the debates because they're not anything that you can actually learn or take away from it besides <laughs> you know being aim- more angry at the other side. Or even your uh, own side, but they was low key treating each other. Um, <laughs> the little part they that really I were. did see—that's the reason why I was cracking up. My real reason for not watching is because um, I'm probably like uh, most Americans, or a lot of Americans, or a lot of people around my age. I really just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> that's understandable. <laughs> they make politics hard like that. For, for they people, do. the public won't have interest in it. Right. So, I mean, hey, that, that was basically my reasoning. But, I mean, the little part that I did watch, I think it was the second debate. Um, and the reason why I watched a little part of it is because I heard from the first one that they was going back and forth, like you said, right. like old grandpas. So I wanted to see if it was going to be the same way. But I only watched a good like five, ten minutes of it. Yes. Um I don't remember what was said, but I forgot. Somebody said something and I just started dying laughing. With the second debate with the VPs, um the I what I remember really is when uh after the debates people were posting were posting videos of Mike Pence, I think that's his name. He there was a fly that flew on his head or whatever during his debate mm-hmm. and I guess he did or during when he was talking, and I guess he didn't recognize it at all. And he just continued to talk. So that was some things that I really picked up. I didn't learn anything from these debates because most politicians, they always like to dodge or beat around the bush or dodge, you know, dodge their answer to the question. Um, but it would be really, really nice to, you know, sit down and watch a well-structured structured debate between people that you know have um you know really good stances or you know arguments or something that would be nice but i'm pretty sure if anybody watched it what would you get from them answering questions about coronavirus that would didn't have anything to do with a personal attack first it's, it's always personal attack personal attack and not to mention that you know, with the presidents or the president candidates, they kept talking over each other, you know, so it was hard to get in right. a word on either side because both of them did it to a certain extent. Trump more than Biden. November 3rd was our election day. And typically, in my experience through my living, right. they usually announce the winner that, that night. It'd be late in the night sometimes but it usually is that night but however you guys mm -mm, not this time and we're going to tell you why so the um, the first reason is we have the mail ballot right so with mail-in ballots um a lot of people you know underestimated the amount of people that requested those mail-in ballots and then you have the military ballots too those are mail-in ballots mm-hmm. technically because you know they they might be somewhere overseas so um it's just a lot of uh i guess a lot of misunderstandings when it comes to that entire process of counting those ballots 
so the, the, with the mail-in ballots, obviously we all know that we have coronavirus going on and we have to be socially right. distant. So a lot of people um, were afraid, especially the elderly, to um, go out to the uh, polls and to vote. A lot more states this election opted in for um, mail mail in ballots. From my understanding, from um, other previous elections, right, a lot of states didn't have that option as for mail in ballots. Now we're from Illinois, so I mean, to be honest with you, I thought every Me state too. had it because right. Illinois, I it like Illinois had it. All, you know, across. Yeah, I mean, because every yeah. state is different, every state has their own laws. So, um, with that, not every state had an option to have the mail in ballots, but because we have corona, um, I think most states, if not all, uh, had that option now. That being said, the news sources, um, before the election came up. They were saying because of this, because now every state is opting in that, and because a lot of people are afraid to go to the polls and vote, that it may be a bigger surge of people right. doing mail-in ballots. And they they predicted that it will um, be a slower count this this time. From my understanding, from what I heard on the news, Trump actually was trying to encourage his voters to not use the mail-in ballots because. He felt like fraud right. happened or whatever. <laughs> we gonna get into that, <laughs> but um, that's basically what had happened with the mail-in ballots. So, with that being said, because a lot of states this is their first time having the mail-in ballot option, um, you know, this is their first time, you know, uh, doing this process. So Illinois was pretty quick. We, I mean, from what I saw, we was finished like the day of uh, because we are we've been doing mail-in ballots for a long time now with other states like i believe pennsylvania this was their first time and so they received a whole bunch of mail-in ballots you know obviously before um the election but their rule was they were not to touch it they were not to touch the mail-in ballots until i think seven o'clock on election day. I heard I heard some type of counting. yeah I heard of something like that like they weren't allowed to touch some of the ballots or one of some states mm -hmm. I wasn't sure but I heard something about that yeah yeah a lot of states they weren't able to touch the ballots until um election day I think at seven o'clock their time so I mean if you think about it if there's a lot of people think about a state there's a lot of people in the state most states and if most of the state is sending in a mail-in ballot and they can't be touched until election day then yeah it's gonna take some time so i mean that's basically exactly what because in some there. states like when i voted um they even if you um, no matter if you do like the paper ballot or the electric one they still scan it so it, it leaves a paper trail and a you know a digital trail or whatever um at least here at least from what i witnessed and where i voted um they do that so you know in other jurisdictions 
it might not be that process or it might even still be that process where they have to scan those documents. They was trying to make sure, you know, because I heard that some people, you know, there was dead people voting. No? I just read, I just read <laughs> I an article or I just read uh, some stuff about that today. I don't know if it's true, but, you know, they was, you know. But that's basically. understandable. And then also, it can be, you know. right. They have to verify all of those things. And then also you have the postmarkings of mail-in ballots, okay? Um, your ballot has to be postmarked by the election day. So even if y'all know the post office be running slow. <laughs> um, so even if you, you, you did, like, say you postmarked it, like, that day, the day of, it still has to be counted. And that's the reason why it took like right. what three, four days um, for them to complete the counting. They didn't even complete the counting actually <laughs> when we got the news of who right. was the president elect. They didn't even complete the counting then. And that's everything that went on with the mail in ballots, y'all. If you didn't know. So, I mean, how did you vote? Oh, I voted TV? in person. I didn't like, I. By the time I remembered that I could have done a mail-in ballot, it was too close to election. So I was like, oh, um, at first I was like, okay, maybe I'm not going to vote. I'm just going to sit this one out. <laughs> so I really, really pushed oh it. I was like, I pushed it off to the last minute because I'm like, mm, this election, it would be nice to vote, but I really don't feel like going in person anymore. And, you know, every time I get off from work, it was a long line every time I saw, every time I drove past there, there was sure. a long line of people. And I was like, I don't want to be out there waiting hours. Uh, this year, I actually did the uh, mail ballot. Um, they mailed it to me, but I didn't put it in the post office because, like I said, y'all, the post office is fucking slow. Um, they lose shit. They send shit <laughs> to the wrong place. The way I ain't got you time do. for that. I don't. So they sent the mail-in ballot and um, I voted in my house. And then in Illinois, they had different drop-off locations. So you can either put it in the mail or you can take it to right. the nearest drop-box. Luckily, there was one about five minutes from my job. After work, I had my ballot with me and I walked it over to the place. So basically this place was for early voting. So there were people there voting. After I put it in there, like a couple hours later, um, I got an email saying that my vote was going to be counted. I submitted my vote because I'm like, <laughs> I want my vote. I was like, okay, I want my vote to be the vote that matters because apparently <laughs> all the other states are the matters. ones that really matter when determining a president, not Illinois. So it's okay. They do. I mean, all the states do matter, but it's the, the, swing it's the, states, it's the bigger right. states. They're called the swing states, right? Yeah. Because they have the most electoral <laughs> votes. Speaking of voters, um, with this election, y'all, I mean, when I say we showed up and showed out for this election, I mean, we showed up and showed out. Ain't no I mean, other way to put it. Who oh, knew that there are so many people goodness. in this country like that? Bruh. I mean, you know there's a lot of people. Damn! It is a lot of people. So if you're wanting to know what we're talking about, you guys, this election, um, it turns out that it was way more uh, voter participation in this election than like 
any other right. election. Both candidates got seventy something million mm-hmm. votes. It would be it would be uh, yes, one hundred forty million, one hundred forty million. That's so, so too many. <laughs> Damn, TV, you the one that because... made me think billion. Cause you said billion. I don't mess with large numbers. Okay. Okay. Whatever. It was a hundred. It was a hundred and forty like million <laughs> motherfuckers that showed up to um vote. Okay. And then I don't even know how much of that percentage right. was melon ballots, but um a big part. Apparently, was we got a lot of people okay, turning so... eighteen this or tur- that turned eighteen this year. Okay. And there's a lot of people True. that actually registered to vote that weren't registered before. I just believe that uh, people were tired of um, all the things that went on in the past four years. I mean, right. I mean, first you got when the president was first running. Um, you know, it was a lot of racism going on during that period of time. And mm-hmm. They even had videos all over social media about like at his own rallies where they're treating people uh wrong and stuff and so that night when he was elected i remember um being at school we were still in college um that day after the college was very eerie it was a certain atmosphere going on i I agree yeah like everyone was on edge because it was like you know the black people was just waiting for you know the white people to do something ignorant and white people was like there was some that you know was on their toes trying not to do anything ignorant where you had others that probably really wanted to try us moving on to now like um according to what i heard on the news because i'm not going to say exactly what news source because i've listened to a couple um you know a lot of people just didn't like the way he was handling the virus um that was going that's going on right now so you know and then, you know, of course, we got everything that happened in the summer with um, mm-hmm. all these killings and then uh, right. the racism that was going on. And right. then Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Black Matter, Lives movement. Matter movement. And, you know, um, yeah. Right. You know, things that he say and all that. It's just uh, a lot of things that people, he don't say. Right. And things that he's done and doesn't and hasn't done. So right. all of that, I just feel like people was just tired. And um, they just wanted to make their voice heard this time. They just wanted to make a change. And a change. I feel it. So that's why I think that uh, we have so many voter participation. Do you agree? Yeah, pretty much. It's just like um, people just, like a lot of people were saying that he lacked empathy, you know, especially when it Mm. came to the whole Black Lives Matter movement. You know, we waiting for some, you know, some type of reaction from this man. It's like, no, there's no reaction. There's no, like, there's nothing to calm people down for, for witnessing murder, you know, on social media. You feel me? Like, that's not normal. And what people right. out of all the things that's not normal happening this year, they want some type of normal, him to elicit some type of normal response. You know, it just seems like that he doesn't handle situations um especially them being sensitive sensitive situations he doesn't handle them um to the bet at the best of what other people might expect of a person you know of the president right and the fact that you brought even brought up empathy like 
Um, like I said before, you know, I really was watching the news a lot um, during the times, and I still do every now and then down, like when I wake up in the morning, get ready for work, I'll turn on the news to hear because this is all they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And like they brought up empathy too. Like they were saying that um, Biden, Joe Biden has more empathy towards a whole bunch of things that was going exactly. on. Whereas Trump, Trump just doesn't. So you're I feel like you're absolutely right with that and so speaking of like you know empathy and everything that was going on earlier in the summer and racism that all you know relates to um I don't know about any other cities or states um but I do know about Chicago and I believe I saw it on social media for New York everything that was going on this entire freaking year um, especially in the summer with the protests uh, and the racism and everything. Chicago, I know for a fact, because I work downtown, um, we were boarding up our buildings and everything because people were trying to be uh, prepared for the absolute worst. You, you just and, don't know from both sides, honestly. like Right, exactly, from both sides. Yeah. Because you... You really could have, we really could have gotten it from both sides. I mean, if, if, if Trump had won, like the people that don't support him, you know, they riot, probably would have went crazy. Right. Um, And then the people that support uh, Biden, he won. The people that support Trump, they could have gone crazy. But I don't think they want to try us. But anyway. because obviously it's a lot more you think it could be a regular thing now like say four years from now uh, if something else like this happens like do you think it would be a norm almost but i wouldn't necessarily say that it would be a new norm because any with any other president in office i don't think that um americans would uh try to protest and riot and loot as much as they did you know, this past spring and summer, like, I feel like they did that because they knew that they could get away with it, most of them at least, or they knew that uh, it was the prime opportunity. But um, I don't think it would be a new normal just because I don't think another yeah. president or another governor or another mayor would, you know, ex- let that type of behavior slide again. So I feel like they well, would, you know, try to, you know, you know, restrict a lot of things or you know tighten down on laws and rules to prevent that kind of thing yeah you know preventing it but i'm just saying like i mean how can you prevent you can't really prevent like a riot from happening a riot or a protest because let's get one thing straight um everything that happened in the summer it started out peacefully but i mean i can say I think with my own I didn't see it but you know watching it on TV yeah. one it made the movement look bad but I think there was a lot more people that were being opportunists mm-hmm. uh, taking advantage of what was going on rather than actually engaging in what right. was going on so um, yeah, you know just the this is for the, 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 the city because of this election it was is that freaking important this is why we're talking about it guys it was so important it was so um like people were so engaged in it that cities had to board up they were boarding up 
their buildings, um, their downtown buildings, because they were, you know, they feel the atmosphere that if, if that motherfucker got back in the fucking office, some shit would have popped out. But, you know, <laughs> thanks to everybody that, you know, voted and, you know, I um I say that everyone got the results that they were pretty much I mean not everyone but most of us got the results okay. that they weren't expecting or anticipating, you know um right so it took a while but you know Biden reached that two seventy or two seventy three first one of these news sources called that Biden had won the race because uh basically he had won Pennsylvania. Um, and with him just winning that one state, right. y'all, like that just like ugh, y'all. Like a lot of people probably felt relieved at that point, even if even if the exactly. um even if the numbers could swing back towards Trump, even uh, hearing that one message like that probably just made a lot of people feel like, okay, we can look forward to something other than, you know, you know what the news is putting out about Trump, and let's not re- let's not forget, like when Trump got in office, all you saw in the news was impeachment, and let's try to get this man out of there, and this negative thing, and that negative yeah. thing. You right. Like, it was just a lot you of right. negativity surrounding this man, not just based on the stuff that he did, but also like what people were just saying about him and stuff. So, right. um, this whole presidency, yeah. this whole four years, has just been like a lot of negativity. No matter what this man did and i mean i'm not completely for him or against him like i don't know much about trump and i wouldn't necessarily right. want him to be my president again but like i don't hate <laughs> the man but i just don't think that like you know they just I, he I, just i just feel like he kind of he kind of had a target on his back you know and i get what you mean even though he's uh, not the best president, know, like who can who wants to work, you know, in the office with a target on your back, like that? I mean, in in a sense, you know, the the same thing. I don't know. I don't want to say it was the same thing, but you can kind of say that it kind of seems similar. Uh, when President Obama got into right. office, like um, you know, they was trying to say that he wasn't American. They was trying to right. make him pull out his birth certificate and everything and I don't know if this is true but what I did hear was that because he had won and you know he was the first black president uh, a lot of motherfuckers was mad so um no they was he had a target on his back but it was like an actual target like motherfucker was trying to kill him um I heard that his his limo or whatever the car that he had uh, it had like bulletproof windows and everything. Like the whole car was fucking bulletproof. So um, I don't know if that's true. So you guys, Biden was already leading in. Um, he was leading in Arizona and Nevada. Okay. Not only was he leading in uh, out, out there, but I think he was also leading in. Um, Oh no! Yeah, it was Nevada and Arizona, right? And Trump was leading in Pennsylvania and Georgia at the time. Now, <laughs> really, Biden had to win Nevada and Arizona. I think him just winning those two states would have made him right. win. 
Like that was it. Trump was Trump's pathway to victory was a little longer than that. He had to win Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He had to win Georgia. He had to win Alaska. Um, and those still wouldn't have been enough. He had to flip either Nevada or Arizona just right. to make it. So he had like what? That's how many states? Four or five states? Um to win, whereas Biden just had two. So his chances were looking a little slim to none. Then, right. y'all, miraculously, over one fucking night, over like one fucking night, I swear to God, Biden flipped fucking Pennsylvania and Georgia, bro. At that point, Trump should have just, like, I don't know, because he just took like two states from you, bro. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Georgia was like, I think, always a red state. And uh, no Democrat could could flip it. Not even Obama did. And Biden flipped that bitch. And he did. And there, there it was. So then, like, another two days after that, just by Biden getting, I think, a little bit more votes mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, which Pennsylvania, I think, had a whole bunch of electoral votes, um, more than all the other states, just him getting that one, even though he had already flipped it, just him getting that one made him win the election. So, I mean, all of that is just huge. That's just something. It is like, um, I don't know, like this, this has been a very, very nerve wracking um, election process and watching <laughs> all of this because like, um, you know that, um, you know that obviously everyone always says your vote matters, your vote matters because you know, it's your voice. You're, 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 you're selecting something, um, you're selecting a choice and you're putting that choice out there over others. So um yeah kudos to everyone who did you know vote this election i mean and based on all the turnouts you know you know based on when everybody heard that biden would be the president-elect you know they just immediately start celebrating i thought that you know somebody was gonna break out the grill and barbecue you know because we know black (laughs) people like to do that Um, you and it was nice that it really was It was nice that weekend here in Illinois, which was a big shock because we're in November, but it was nice that weekend, and then it was not, boy, that was a lot. It was nice that weekend, and we heard that Biden won the election. Like, what? Why did nobody break out the uh, grill? Because I sure would have asked for a real, (laughs) even though... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You feel me? But, like... (laughs) Yeah, um, I don't know about any other state. Well, I think I've seen it on the news. A couple other states, you know, yeah. basically rejoice. But I've seen it from my own eyes here in Chicago. Um, yeah. Boy, when when people found out that he won, um, I was downtown uh, with my best friend for her birthday, and literally we let we was driving from the restaurant back to her hotel. And while we were driving back, I mean, it was like. Um, uh, traffic. It was a huge crowd. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get across. Like I think they started blocking our streets because it was a huge crowd of people. They were in their cars. They're sitting on top of their cars, bro. They're they're playing music. They honking horns. 
motherfuckers had a big ass sign, a big ass flag, y'all. I swear to God, it was a big ass flag. Like it was as big as the fucking American flag, like right. that they have on a fucking pole outside of a school. Like it was huge. And they had a big ass pole and they was swinging that bitch. And that bitch said, fuck Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm like, damn, I'm like, yo, people was really excited, and I ain't gonna lie to you, I low-key wanted to join that parade, (laughs) but I didn't, because you know, sometimes good things can go bad, Yeah, and And plus uh, I was with my best friend, so. Don't need to be um, around catching that Rona. Right, that too, but people, I mean, people were in their cars, but, you know. It was just a big ass celebration. They had every right to celebrate, but Trump's team definitely was not celebrating because, you know, they were in the process <laughs> of, um, you know, figuring out ways to sue. <laughs> That's the American <laughs> way. When things aren't, when things don't go your way, well, your you got to sue. Mm-hmm. You know, so he um trying to, you know, stop the count or or what what recount or get recounts and stuff or try mm-hmm. to send people in to watch counting and stuff yeah. like that and some states were not going for that at all like oh it's like God. a tinder temper tantrum coming from the highest office yeah. you know because he's a well i ain't gonna say it but he's being a sore loser okay yeah he, he's basically being a sore loser at this point when first of all uh first on election night uh this, this shows the difference in leadership a little bit. Um, you know, Biden came out and, you know, he said, you know, we're not going to call this election. Exactly. We're not going to say that he didn't even we won't say anything when the news right. first came out. He waited till the evening time, yeah. pretty much. You feel me? Um, but yeah, he was like, we're not even like on the election night when the results wasn't ready. You know, he was like, we're not going to say that we won. We're feeling confident. Right. With the way things are going now that we have, but we're not going to say it until uh, we know for sure Mary vote is counted. Trump, on the other hand, this man came out like they was he was pissed, right. boy, he was low key blue, <laughs> and he started talking about he gonna <laughs> he gonna reach out to the Supreme Court to uh, stop the counts, and he's demanding recounts, and he's saying that they are finding. Biden uh ballots exactly. everywhere and like voting fraud going on like I mean you just Dang, can't it sound like you wrote the speech for him uh you know I watched a little <laughs> bit of it they kept replaying it I ain't gonna lie but like <laughs> well, like no. um for real though I mean like he was just being a big crybaby yeah. like you said a temper tantrum he was being a sore loser like I mean take it as a man and then, take your loss um, as a man. It's like uh <laughs> he's been saying fake news, fake news a lot. So he obviously does not trust True. news outlets. <laughs> he don't trust I don't even know if he like who does he get I don't know what, where or who he gets his information from, but if he doesn't trust news, then that's not someone we actually we would want, you know, to represent us. Like we need somebody who would listen to some facts. Technically, states were going to recount and stuff anyways because they have to um, validate and certify that you know all their they have to validate and certify all their votes anyway. So I mean, but he's putting out lawsuits for them to do recounts and um, like TV said, like having people in the rooms and all that 
uh, bullshit. But <laughs> anyway, so uh, these states did start recounting. Um, one in particular, Georgia. Um, Georgia had to do recounts. I think it was. I don't know if it's because I think he he called for a recount in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And basically, you guys, if you didn't know, uh, just the other day. Georgia declared Biden was the winner in their state, and these votes were certified. That's what I'm talking about. I just recounted. So, I mean, there it is. He then took Georgia from you, too, bro. (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) what can you do? I mean, he's still still doing it. I'll be going on his uh, Twitter every now and then just to see what he'd be saying because he'd be saying some crazy stuff. Not to mention uh, Twitter. You bringing that up? He is a very <laughs> outspoken president on social media, um, right. one that we've never, you know. And you know, Twitter <laughs> is still a new age type of ordeal, especially when it comes to you know presidents and politics and stuff, and trying to broadcast politicians on on social media. But I'm like, he's a very very vocal guy. Like, <laughs> you know, Twitter has a little thing. I don't know if it still do now, but they had like a little. Uh, like an exclamation point under the tweet, right under his tweet, and it says like, "Oh, this was basically it was saying like this is deemed to not be true." Right. Um, you know, basically saying everything that the news sources were saying that there is no proof of this, there's no proof of that. So, I mean, yeah. and then they but they've been saying that there wasn't no proof of anything, any foul play going on. Right. There was a guy, I don't remember his name, but I think he was like the he was the secretary of security or something like that. I don't know for sure and I don't feel like looking it up. And the dude basically he said like, you know, there's no right. proof of this or whatever. He said it not too long ago. Why after he said it Trump fired him? <laughs> Trump fired a lot of people during his administration. There was this one state, um, I believe it was Georgia, but they um they found like a flash drive or something of like I think they said forty thousand votes right. um that were not counted. Um and that was a human error, it wasn't a computer error or anything, it was a human error. Uh, a person just forgot to plug the flash drive. In the computer, so the shit can be counted. That was basically what had happened. Um, but I mean, it right. was counted now, obviously, because Biden won. Um, so here are the numbers. If you didn't know the mm-hmm. updated numbers thus far, um, Biden has three hundred and six electoral votes, um, right. electoral college votes, whereas Trump has 232 and you guys know that you need 217 to win i mean he he was at like 260 or 250 the election Mm -hmm. night and then three days later he won pennsylvania and that just took him over the edge a little bit so that's um thus far so yeah that's that's great right so i mean uh, a lot of people were probably also very excited about voting in this election um one, um, because, uh, like for the Democratic side at least, is very diverse campaign you got there. You know, you got Joe Biden, and he was the vice president for Barack Obama. You know, African American, um, president. 
you know, mm-hmm. for eight years. So mm-hmm. I have to say, you know, mm-hmm. a trustworthy adversary at least to represent the African community, community mm-hmm. working alongside Obama, someone that I would say right. is a trustworthy man myself, you know. So right. and you know they had exactly. a great bromance. You know, you remember all the memes and stuff <laughs> you used to see of them together and stuff like that like best yeah. of friends and stuff so you know we kind of miss that dynamic yeah. so you know seeing him run yeah. and then with kamala on his side as an african-american indian woman you know uh and being yes. that women don't always don't didn't always seem to have a place in politics and now she's you know changing the game you know that's something to look yeah. forward to something that you know, to help inspire yeah. younger children. So, you know, like you said, we had a we had a black man running the country with a with a white right. guy on his side. Like he was, I don't want to say the sidekick, but he was a sidekick yeah. type of. You know what I mean? And now here it is, this man. He's now running. He ran for president, and he chose. Right. He chose to um, have. A woman, as that, a black right. woman, at, at that, as his vice president, like I am, I really do feel like I'm blessed to have seen right. this history take place. Not just we, I mean, we are. I witnessed history, even though I couldn't vote for Obama. Right, <laughs> I wasn't old enough yet, but um, I was able to see a black man win presidency not once, y'all, but twice. And then a, a black man that you know lived in Chicago too, you know. Right, you know, in Chicago, right. my hometown. You feel me? And now here it is. Now, me being a black woman, I just witnessed a beautiful black woman just become the first black vi- right. lady vice president. Like that is exactly it's not something you can see on TVs anymore. This is real life. Are we hoping it's going to be yeah, real life? This is real life, y'all. And <laughs> it's, just, I don't, it's just a blessing yeah. and beautiful to see, especially because, uh, like, knowing where we all exactly. where we came from and what we all went through for for years, just to see it. Um, I mean, I know it's a, it's a it's some kind of feeling, and I I feel like you know, mm-hmm. for the older folks, the ones that went through right. the Jim Crow and seg- segregation eras. To see that happen too, like both Obama, like a lot of people, I think, um, you know, during those years, they died a little after Obama made presidency, but they were right. able to live and see it. And actually, and especially after they've been through, they the worst parts of this country, right? Their childhood, right? And, you know, they were able to see that. And now here it is. Couple years later, some of them still are seeing it. Now we see a a, a black woman in in that exactly. has a huge title, and I'm able to see it being 24 years old, about to be 25. So like that is just oh, you know, just something Lord. to motivate you. You know, now even though you know sometimes bad things do happen, there's always a better. You know, there's always a that's the that's a very good time to want to make the world a better place to want to actually put things into gear to you know want to change the world for better so things don't happen like this in the future so i mean that sucks that you have to have those bad situations but it's those situations that end up 
you know, making people become better people, mm. make people want to treat people better in a sense, you know? So like, <laughs> that that's really the whole beautiful. thing about this, uh, this election and hearing these results and things like that. It's just, you know, a big, a big step towards yeah. maturity and maturing, maturing together and healing because they like, you know, Biden mentioned that yes. this has been a very, very broken year for a lot of us. People have lost people. People we've witnessed tragic things, traumatic things like a lot of uh, people don't understand, like um, just because we don't witness or had, don't experience these things in first person. It doesn't mean that this stuff isn't traumatic and don't leave a trail or memories and things like that. Exactly. Right. And like it doesn't affect, there's still doesn't some type it. of like reaction to what you see. Um, and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. can motivate you or not motivate you, you know. And it's just been a very, oh. very long year, yeah. even though this year isn't even over yet. It's just been a very long year of that type of emotions dealing with you know deaths of celebrities right. and you know coronavirus and people getting sick oh. from coronavirus not sure not you know not being sure if people going to make it you know it's just been a lot of uncertainty this year right. so being and, you know exactly you know job closing, loss and, uh, exactly. going to bankruptcy job loss right it, it, it's a whole this year was so just, for this whew, to happen we're and we're gonna wait we're gonna talk <laughs> right about so for this to happen <laughs> you know so especially so close <laughs> to the end of the year too you know it's just a it's just a big yeah. relief. Exactly. It's like a breath of fresh air after everything we've been through in this in this year. This year went by fast, low key, but um everything that we went through this entire year just for us to have and um those who are providing supporters to have right. this good news, it just it's like you go outside and you find But then go, you gotta go back <sighs> in the house because there's Rona. It's just, <laughs> you're right <laughs> exactly. uh, but anyways uh you guys so now you know what happened in the base in the election right and we had discussed the results so now we got to talk about everything that's going on now after what should we say was not was announced <laughs> <laughs> right so what he means by that, basically, uh, the first thing is, you know, you guys, um, like we said before, Trump low-key being a sore loser. Um, yeah, he refuses to, you know, concede. He refuses to, he refuses to formally exactly. concede um, and just accept exactly. the fact He's, that he, he lost. And it goes back to what I said earlier, you know, we need somebody who can trust numbers. If he can't look at the numbers and, you know, put two and two together and move on or move on to the next agenda in his presidency, then, you know, um, that's okay. just, you know, reaffirming what America's, what Americans chose in this election. I mean, being that, you know, he, 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 he's refusing to accept, basically accept the loss, like y'all, if, you know, news you mentioned it before and like I mean you can tell too like if you just go on his Twitter like uh he's been more focused on right you know the election being fake and the votes being fraud fraudulent 
and things of that nature. He's more focused on that. Because look, guys, um, it's November. The inauguration of Joe Biden will not happen until um, January. Um, and if that's when the electoral the elector votes, you know, that's a whole other thing. Uh, the electoral votes, they have to come together and <laughs> vote some shit. Right. And they will be doing that. Um, <laughs> they're going to be uh, doing that on December 14th. Um, they're going to right. meet in each state and cast their ballots for president and vice president. Um, and then, yeah, that's basically what's going to happen on December 14th. I don't fully understand it, but I, right. yeah, that's the, I know that's the reason why a lot of people don't vote. But <clears throat> anyways, what I was saying, like, Trump has been more focused on, you know, these these votes and how they're being fake and the, 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 the election was all just a big, rigged not a hoax, but um, yeah. just, just rigged. Yeah, thank you. Like, it was all rigged, you feel me? He's more focused on that like he's still president until that man Joe Biden is inaugurated. So from now until January, you're still president. You should be more full. I mean, you gotta just accept that fact, bro, and move on because he's more focused on these votes than Rona. And right skyrocketing now, Rona like, is <laughs> she flying. acting the fool out right, here. Right, it's skyrocketing. <laughs> she going crazy, right. you know, affecting everybody. So, yeah, how are you, you? You're being the president. You have to still focus on the American people because it, Rona is affecting everybody, and you're the president of America. Right. There ain't gonna be no Not America. Not to mention that the man had me. Rona himself, <laughs> and and then right. you know he was um magically healed in a day or two or whatever the man was out of commission literally right. for like a day or a- something apparently they gave but, him the and cure, then he was out okay. and about again without a mask exactly he so never wore one um, in the first they, place. like that's just so much skeptical you know activities there like what if he's spreading it like come <laughs> you got to think about that like <laughs> So at least here in Chicago, they say quarantine. He the president. He ain't got to do that. That's crazy. That's that's what so, he thinks. Like, he the president. They ain't got to do shit. So but what's the sense what of having do. CDC restrictions and stuff like that <laughs> if everyone aren't to follow them? You know. If he dies, he dies. So like you said, he don't. He's not <laughs> he paying dies, attention to dies. these numbers of corona, and not to mention we had a late start anyway. He don't like you said earlier, TB. He don't trust the news. He think all that shit fake. <laughs> Which is why everyone hopes that yeah. it is. You don't think that real This is just <laughs> this has really just been a very interesting election election to witness. Um, hoping that I have a lot many more to yeah. to vote on, but I'm hoping that in my future, when yeah. I'm getting older, that we can change how politics. Or how at least politicians work and what they can and can't do because right now this system isn't exactly working for us um in this country um but hopefully we can build toward a better democracy i think we can um 
I think there are a lot of young people out here now, I mean, a lot of smart young people that are willing to do better and work hard to do better things. You know, it shows a lot of things and right. the maturity of things and also uh, how things can get better. I mean, basically, this this election also just shows us how the United States right. can be united. We can be united. We can come together and make a difference. We can do those things, guys. All we have to do is be uh, open-minded exactly. and willing to um, and that's uh, that's the thing because I re- remember like when we were talking about debates earlier that's you know that's kind of the whole premise on what America was built around you know they gave us freedom of speech and stuff mm-hmm. so that we can have open debates and uh, mm-hmm. and open you know dis disagreements to things that's because it's the idea that we're supposed to learn from each other and be better at understanding each other but right. nowadays that's not the that's not you know, that's not it. But that's because we get that from our politicians, though. If our politicians, our world leaders are acting a certain way, a certain manner, then us as regular people, as regular citizens, we're going to think that, oh, we can Mm. do that. We can say that. We can act that kind of way. So that's kind of why a lot of people um, who may be racist or at least on the fence of thinking, you know, prejudice things or stereotypical things about other races. That's why they kind of showed their ass this year is because, you know, Trump kind of, you know, fanned that flame. You know, like you said, when when things are at its worst here in America and people actually start listening to each other and come together, a lot of things can be achieved. Because that's mm-hmm. what we do. That's what we can do. That's the purpose of mm-hmm. having so many people here on Earth. We can come together, you know. Yeah, and, and that's why a lot of people from different countries, you know, their countries uh, have all types of different um, governments, and we right. have a democracy, and we're the land of the free. And a lot of people from those countries are coming here to flee uh, the. the the, the things right. that's going on in their country, the bad things, and they're coming here, you know, for a better life and to live free and be themselves. And it's unfortunate how, like, being yourself here in the country, exactly. you know, you get a lot of backlash sometimes. But I mean, this election um, just proves that, like I said, we can all, um, United States can be united. We can all mm-hmm. be one i mean like you said we just gotta listen we have to be open-minded we have to have empathy for you know things that's going on and this country right it can be like we like we learned in school it can be the you know the melting pot or whatever that you know uh, the melting pot of cultures that it's intended to be because it's this country it wasn't intended to be for one person for one idea for you know one claim you know it's it's meant right. you know it's built around uh diversity so it's best that everybody keep that mindset um i don't know i don't know why it's so hard mm-hmm. for a lot of people to just be accepting that someone can be different from you you know everyone doesn't you know isn't taught the way you are and right and that's what makes America uh, beautiful, because everyone 
is different. You can learn from each other. You feel me? Like you don't. If if, if everyone is the same, right. then it's gonna be a boring, dull ass country. That's in for us to have the differences and the freedom to do certain things. It just makes America beautiful. It makes America look amazing. Right. That's why people want to uh, come over get to this together. country and stuff. So gotta get it together, people. But I also want to um, say before we go, um, y'all keep in mind with us being united, we have to stay united because y'all, if he is still living, Trump can right. run again. I don't know. What do you don't know? Because we probably wouldn't want to face that. <laughs> Because everybody going to come through again. But uh, at least that's what I think. But, um, you know, just we if we want to continue to make change happen and right. make better happen, then we have to stay united. Because Beautiful. only love can conquer hate, y'all. I ain't well trying spoken. to preach up in here, but love well. can conquer hate. And that's <laughs> that, that's period. That's that's period. Only love can conquer hate. So if if everyone start loving each other, then <laughs> she's talking about whole hands. Look, whole hands. She's spitting, y'all. She's spitting. <laughs> <laughs> we hold hands and we ride that freedom train, that love train, then we gonna be all right. Just like my man Kendrick said, we gonna be all right. Period. Right? And that's all I got. Well put. To say. Um, <laughs> Lord. Up well put though. Exactly. <laughs> Unity is something that <laughs> we can always achieve. So, hey, big ups to everyone that, you know, yeah. showed out for this election. You did your thing. Um, hopefully, you can do that for yeah. all the remaining you, elections you that you may experience. We all can make the world a brighter yes. place, a better place for people of all ages. If we all yes. just tend to each other's needs mm-hmm. and not put ourselves over each other. Good luck out there. I want to send out good luck and my best wishes to Joe exactly. Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, I hope you guys are able to do because we showed up and showed out for y'all. So <laughs> right, exactly. Now what you probably going to say? Hope we hope over. you can you know achieve what you have. You know the plans that you all have for your term um and yeah let's let's right. keep turning this oval office all right y'all you've been listening <laughs> to episode three now of thinking out loud i'm terrence b if you have any ideas or you want us to talk about something don't be afraid to reach us because um we're always thinking about you know new conversations yes. so that's always uh something to keep on mind as well but Thanks for listening, everyone. Leave us a message um, at anchor.fm slash ebonique-terrence, and that's A-N-C-E. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, my name is the name. easier one. But, uh, they be trying to spell your name. <laughs> I know. My name is spelled E-B-O-N-I-Q-U-E, you guys. Okay? So, yeah, don't always leave us a message if you want us to talk about a certain topic. That we're doing amazing. Tell us, right? (laughs) If we're doing well. (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah, um, catch us every, we're going to be trying to post every Saturday. um, New episodes all the time. So, thanks for listening, you guys.